Cool. Um, let's get to it. What's up, guys? Hey, this is the very first podcast slash YouTube video with the one and only, um, give him a little bit of introduction, uh, it's Coach Brandon Rawls. No sound effects yet. I do my own stunts. Um, but we've met, what was it, 2000, like, 2000, before 12, because I graduated in 2012, two years, so yeah, 2010 at OCP. Um, I think Coach Arthur, like, dragged me to your tracks booth because he was like, you need to have this guy uh, on the team. I was like, great, Coach. I wasn't really commenting on it, but then I found out, loved it. I did almost about everything. Yeah. So, yeah. You were like the utility knife, man. That's uh, yeah. you did all sorts of stuff. And and to your credit, you would you would do anything I asked you to do. You yeah. were like the the athlete I wanted for everybody. <laughs> like, just this, listen, just yeah. just do what I say and and work your butt off. And that that was you to a T. Oh, totally forgot to hit. Whatever. Maybe we start again. <laughs> maybe maybe we should start again on on YouTube. Totally forgot. So what you what you got to do on these podcasts is hit record. Yeah, yeah. that's what step one. Make sure the camera's on, the computer's on. Step two, hit record. Yeah. We're so new to this. But, um, um, yeah, so I did everything everything you told me. And then after that, it was just only two years. Then I did my own thing. You did your own thing. Yep. What, yep. Did you, were you still coaching after? So, no, I mean, I, because I, uh, OCP was part of OBC, and we had left there uh, and got, went to a different church okay. at, at one point. So, I think, I'm trying to remember if your last year at OCP was my last year coaching there. It could uh, be. Because I started I started the program, was there for a couple of years, maybe two or yeah, three years. Maybe two or three. Then I was yeah. out. And um, and then I've just been free agent coach ever since. And yeah. actually, you know, right now, my kids are now old enough with their school, and, and they're on the middle school team, and I'm one of the coaches yeah. for their track yeah. at their school. So They, they go to ICU, right? Uh, they, they go to ICS. So, oh, ICS. Uh, yeah, yeah, International Community School. Uh, yeah, Park. yeah. I'm actually just moving like all over there. Yep. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah. So we talked about that. You have two kids, right? Yeah, two kids. Yeah. Two kids, twelve and ten, and uh, just kind of life comes at you quick, I guess. You yeah. know, I've been married. You always have to know this answer, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Sixteen. Let me add them. I gotta add it. So I get old, and I gotta do the math. So <laughs> Sixteen going on seventeen years. Yeah, and you know our kids are twelve and ten. It's crazy. So you had about five years of actual marriage before kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah which which was a blessing for us. That we we had tried uh, to have kids for a couple of years, and it just wasn't in God's plan. Mm -hmm. And what was in His plan is for us to have time together. And I yeah, everyone's different. Every marriage and every every um, you know couple is different. But for us, that was good. Yeah, I think it's tough. Because we got married, we were 21, 22 years old. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, so if you get thrown in that fire, live together all of a sudden, and then dump kids on, I mean, that's a lot yeah. to do all at once. So thankfully, we had our, our few years uh, doing our own thing. Yeah. When, I, when I, I would always tell my wife, like, if there was one thing I could change, it would just, I wish I just waited to propose, and I wish I was just established, in, like, with a job. Because I was working at a school. I was doing track, I was doing everything. I said yes to too much. Mm -hmm. Three years down the road, I'm, real, I'm okay like, to say no to things. Yeah. Miss out. And, because I know what I'm, what I'm after. And I'm going back to PE. But but I know that if I do get a PE job, I'm, I'm going to ease into it. Um, yeah. And just focus on my family, which I've learned through ministry when I was a youth pastor. I mean, it's it's easy. And like I, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, you'd always say yes to all the stuff. When I asked your coach, right. I would always ask you to do stuff. You'd do it. And I think we, we get into that habit as we, there are some people that are yes people. And you, yeah. if somebody needs help, you immediately want to help or you immediately want to do this or that. Um, I know it's, it's a strain early on in a marriage, uh, but also think of it this way. When you're on the other side of that, you can look back and be like, okay, we both went through the fire together. We both like yeah. Yeah. We, got our, we got our bumps out of the way or, or at least we could learn through the process. So there's always a learning element. You can always learn yeah. uh, from yeah. all the stuff, even the negative stuff. Yeah. It's like just try to do minimal damage along the way. You yeah. can't, you can't yeah. avoid it, but no. you can try to minimize it and uh, just have better, t like better tools to go through the channel of 
yeah. chain of events, um, which is good. Um, but yeah, how, how is it like with with your kids doing track? Was that something? I mean, I feel like every pro athlete gets this question. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, what was it for them to be fit, to be fit and healthy? You know, how how did you? I guess project that on them. Yeah. Or how did it come about? It. Um, I think they just saw. So my wife Amber and I were, for the most part, pretty out, outgoing, athletic. She rode horses and jumped horses for many, many years. Um, ever since my kids have, have been born, we, you know, I've been a gym rat. Yeah. And or coaching something or doing this or that. And she's very active as well. Um, so from an early age, especially in my son's case. Because my son is my oldest, first born. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, sure. I'm like, yeah, I want him to do this and I want him to do that. And like, I played basketball, I ran track, I did all these things. I want my son to do that too. So from an early age, he was doing that stuff, like pre-K basketball. Yeah. And yeah. I've always been, not not necessarily on purpose, but I've always been one of his coaches on every team he's been right. on. Right. Yeah. And my daughter, a couple of years ago, they were doing a track program outside of school. Mm-hmm. And she was involved. She's never like really gotten into it and in, into anything uh, team sport wise. Yeah. Uh, but they see it from us. Like we're just active. We do that yeah. stuff. Um, you know, I, I play flag football. My son and I play flag football together once a year. We go up to Tennessee in February for that. Uh, my son's played flag football for many years. I was an, I've been an assistant coach every year with That's him awesome. doing that. It's yeah. awesome. Um, and then obviously track. Uh, so this is my daughter's first year in a uh, in a school sport, school. and she has she just she doesn't have a choice. Yeah, I, I told her I said, listen, uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays when I I go pick you up and I take Isaac to track, you're there too. You're doing track. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Um, unless she like finds something else or correct. Yeah, yeah. So I would never, other than this instance, and it's more because of convenience. I'm not forcing the sport yeah. on any any kid. Um, just gotta do something. I mean, if my daughter wanted, to, if she was uh, had an art program or had a music program, things sure. like that, I would support the heck out of that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a sport, but as a sport-minded guy, I'm happy that right now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just more relatable. Yeah, 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 and they know, they know my son especially because of flag football. When I'm out there on the field, I have a coach hat on. I'm not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If anything, I, I tend to be a little bit, a uh, little bit tougher. Sure. Uh, on him, I don't know with my daughter yet, but um, I'm a little tougher. And I expect more. Right. You know, just in the. In, in the I wish I had that separation because my dad was always coaching. I didn't know the, the boundary because we would we would just golf all the time. We'd, we'd break all sometimes. Yep, that's a good way to put it. The boundary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just a good line, um, clock in and clock out system. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I think that's one thing. Just talk, when you were talking about your kids, I thought about man, it's just a visual. Mm-hmm. A lot of Things that we pick up that are athletic is just by watching it um, and how our eyes and our sensory all picks it up. I yeah. think that's good. Because, I mean, I was reading through my piece stuff, it's like the best example is all your parents. If your parents are active and your kids would be active, you don't have to be game to them. Yeah, and also, I mean, I was running those races and marathons for a stretch yeah. of years too. And so I think they just solved that. They, they would see me wake up and put the extra effort in, put yeah. the time in. Um, you know, I, some kids are wired to be athletic. Some kids are not. Some, sometimes you have to force it. I'm thankfully we've been blessed where our kids they don't mind being active. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you do have to push them out the door a little bit, but yeah. for the most part they don't struggle with that stuff. Once they're doing it, they're good. They're in good shape. Yeah, that's that's my goal as a father one day, just to see my dad's grinding. I'm going just as far. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this set the example. Yeah, definitely. Well, so what was that training like? Because you only have you. Done any other races besides running racing? Um, triathlon or like dual? I did a I did one sprint triathlon one time. A buddy kind of coerced me into doing a former coworker of mine because he had done a couple of them. And the yeah. sprints, when you look at it on paper, you're like, I can do that. Right. It didn't seem that bad. It's right. a quarter mile swim. Okay, you think about a track. It's, yeah, it's one it's loop. A, okay, that's not a bad on the swim. Mm-hmm. And then the bike is uh, I think I can't remember how many miles. It was like eleven miles or twelve. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. Yeah, and then the run is a 5K. 5K. So I'm, like, I'm like, dude, I could, cr- I could do that. I won't crush it, but I can do it. Right. And what you don't know is you have to know the terrain. You have to have the right scope, the right kind of equipment. You can't just roll out of there with yeah. a normal bike. Right. Um, I had a uh, hybrid, and that was still tough. And then on the swim, 
I, I actually trained a little bit for it, but I was I was training in a pool. This many years ago, but I was training in a pool to try to get my stroke down. My stroke is pretty decent, but the one difference there is that you're training by yourself, okay. not with thirty yeah. other people converging yeah. upon yeah. you, splashing in your and yeah. you're breathing. So for me, I actually panicked in the water. This oh, the first man. part of the race. Yeah, panicked in the water. I kind of I tried to let all the traffic pass me. And I'm not too proud to admit this. I actually flipped, turned over on my back and started backstroking a bit because I, oh. I needed my breathing yeah, to get back. Just right? get back in. Yeah. And uh, I have a photo of me coming out of the water. Holy crap. I, I look like a ghost. Yeah, I mean, just play. <laughs> it, YouTube, you can tell I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, white, white, but my goodness. And then but at that point, I'm like, shoot. I got this. I got the bike now. The bike yeah. was kind of miserable. And then by mindset's the time... Mindset's kind of shot. My mindset was shot from the yeah. first quarter-mile swim. And, and then the run, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to dog it. I just want to finish yeah, at this point. Yeah, just finish it. Man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's... Uh, I've done that. I've done some um, some of those mud-type races sure. and things like that. I haven't done a, a good, solid 5, 10K or anything like that in a while. It's... You know, obviously, last year, we couldn't... There was nothing. There was no races or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's about time. Yeah, that's it's good. It uh, races are real. I'm like, like I did a real unofficial half mile. It was from the get go. It was pouring rain. It was bothering. I was like, great, but I was just like, I felt good. I wanted to go out. So those those are fun. Sometimes you just gotta just do it, yep. get over it, um, and then you know how much you can keep going after it. Um, but I know the punishment. Like I know my body can take punishment. Like, so there's been some times, even for some like half marathons, where I barely train and I just go out. There was one Disney marathon where I didn't do a lot of training, but I just knew what my body could handle mm-hmm. and just go out, gut it out, and you're not going to have a good time, but you can finish it. So I know the punishment my body can take. Yeah. Um, See, that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I need to get to is a marathon running pace because I, I just can't just keep running. I, right now, that's just my mindset. But I'm sure. Well, so so else. you and I run differently, and yeah. um, you know, for me, especially in a longer race like that, I would uh, tend to get into what's known as a gap away method, okay. where, which is where you start getting your interval times of you're running for maybe it's a three minute run, mm-hmm. and you're walking off thirty seconds, maybe even sixty seconds, okay. but it's constantly doing that. So at least mentally during a longer race. You, you're always looking forward to something. You're always thinking about the time, and you're thinking about where am I in the run? Oh, great, I have this 30-second break coming, and, okay. and you're still brisk, briskly moving. Mm-hmm. And there's been some studies that show, like, people have improved their overall times by actually doing that rather than just trying to run the whole thing. It's yeah. wild. Huh. Um, so the last, I'm trying to think. So you got three minutes on. Yeah, I mean, there's different methods to it. Right. Some people do a 2-1 or a 1-1. One, one. Okay. I actually ran by Jeff Galloway, who he's an old guy now. Yeah, I've heard of him. And I stopped and ran with him for a little bit. I'm like, hey, I'm doing the, I'm doing your method. And I, was, I was like, what are your intervals right now? And he's older. Right. And he's obviously still old. And he's like, oh, well, for this race, I'm going to do a 30-second uh, on, 30-second off. I'm like, wow. Holy moly, that's, uh, that's it's short. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty short. Yeah. Uh, but so I like to get out, especially in a longer race. I try to get out and run solid as best as possible, trying to get through traffic for a good chunk of miles. And then at that point, depending on how my body feels, figure it out from there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not uber athlete over here. I just I kind of listen to my body and, and go right, there. Right, right. That's what I've been doing lately. I've been triathlon training has been on a post. Uh, a training partner, Corey, he's, he had COVID and then he had some, some aches. So it's like, all right, I'm just going to get stronger. We'll yep. come back. He, he said he felt he feels like he feels behind. But I was like, no, you just you're fine where you are. Just keep going. And that's the biggest part of like when people don't take rest days or active rest days. You know, uh, one thing I've learned from Mind Pump TV. I'm sure we've listened to them on, on the podcast on Spotify. It's like it's better to hit like more muscle, the same muscle group multiple times throughout the week instead mm-hmm. of throwing out one day and then you're not doing anything for the whole week. Sure. Group. And I was like. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, I feel like I felt you always had to be so tired, but you just have just enough to keep going. Yeah, you just have to listen to your body. I mean, when it comes to anything, running, boxing, lifting, everything, you have to listen to your body, and you have to get the right amount of rest, uh, sleep, I should say. It's I've always been under the philosophy that 
you know, your health is tied to a, a few different factors, what you eat, yeah. what you do, and how you sleep. Mm-hmm. If you get those things, those three things right, then you're going to do pretty well for yourself. Um, and I always struggle with the sleep side. I've yeah. gotten better, yeah. um, but I, my mind is constantly running. I, I'm going in a thousand directions all the time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's tougher to get to sleep, but you have to listen to your body 100%. Yeah, yeah. I've um, 9 p.m., 10 p.m. in bed, no later than 10.30. Yeah. And I've just picked up like some like sleeping tea mm-hmm. just to calm myself down. Sure. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll try it. Yeah. It, it works, and I can feel... Really? You've learned so much since yeah. last time I tried. <laughs> since last well, time. I graduated college, coach, yeah, like wow. sports management, and then, but I've, I've watched a lot of YouTube, and I hope a lot of people watch There you YouTube go. There you go. There's no other better way than just personal experience, and I've had, I mean, I've had people, just like two people I can think of, just like they really inspired me, helped me lose so much weight, but it's like, thanks, guys, like you did the wrong. You're the one that's doing it. And I told one guy, like, leave the switch on. Don't turn it off. I think someone said about Michael Jordan, like, he turned that switch on and he never yeah. turned off. He's, yeah. He's always active. He's and, a competitor and yeah. he's active in almost every aspect of his life. Everything. And it's like, yeah, there's always pros and cons to it. Yes. So, um, but yeah. What about, like, with your wife and, like, balance, balancing out, keeping that tension of being healthy and, like, having... Just enjoying life yeah. when you're like on vacation. Um, so, I th- you know, like I said, we've been at this game for a while. So, I mean, going on almost 17, it'll be 17 years this year in August. And it's a learning curve, right? So you yeah. learn, and you've learned in a handful of years of marriage that you just, you, everything, it's always adapting. So it's never like, oh, I figured it out, and now yeah. you're good now. No, right. life's cha- lives change. So for us, and I think especially in the early years, especially when I was coaching track, that was tough. Okay. Because I was initially coaching not, uh, at a different school that's closed now, um, of the, my alma mater, yeah. Luther High, Orlando <laughs> Luther. Uh, that's, where, that's where Eli went, right, yeah. uh, first. And, um, and so I was coaching there, but we didn't have kids. Mm. And then we had a kid. And then I'm trying to, we're juggling time. I had that commitment that I'd already committed to. And so there was tension there because yeah. there was a lot of time away. You know, you don't, exactly. you're doing it because you love it and you want to help teach kids and teach, you know, high schoolers and, and get them better. And I feed off of that. I love right. seeing people improve and hit goals and whatnot. Um, and so when I was doing that, then I also have to get, I have to be home too. You know, I, you have a newborn or you have, yeah. that's hard. And, it is hard, yeah. And there, there were times, there was tension. And it's, uh, she never gave me the full ultimatum, but I know it was in her mind, like, like yeah. you need to choose. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? You're going to be home or you're going to do that? Um, she's, she's a great woman and she was able to give me my balance that she knew I needed. Uh, and then I vice versa try to do that for her too. And and that's carried on to today. She knows very well, like the time that I put into athleticism, the gym, running, whatever else, that's not just to, you know, look and feel good. I mean, to look good. It's also, it's part of the mental side, making sure that. You know, I, I'm all with it because if I'm if I feel good about the athletic side, my physical side, then I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better husband at home. I'm going to be better, you know, father. I'm going to be better in all these other areas. Um, I just think I'm a big believer in stuff like that is all intertwined together: physical, spiritual, right. emotional. All these things I think work together. Yeah. And um, you know, so we weren't without the struggles initially, uh, but we were also as we were young. It was a yeah, I only live with dudes up right. to that point in a frat house. Right. Never live with a woman because because <laughs> you're not supposed to uh, <laughs> cohabitation before marriage. Um, and so when we got married, it's like, okay, cool. I have a wife now, and now I have a new roommate who's a woman. And, oh, you know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, I had a sister growing up, but you know, she was much older, so I didn't I didn't really get all the nuances of living with a female right. and, and you learn on the way. So yeah. we've figured things out. It, nothing's without its challenges. And uh, even to this day, it's still managing your time. Yeah. Still is 100%. Yeah. Your, your, more, your lifts are usually in the morning? Oh yeah. 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 I got to go to the gym. I wake up. Now I'm waking up about when the alarm goes off at 4.30. Wow. And I'm in there at 5.30 and, yeah. Um, yeah. and then I'm out 
like we usually will go from 530 to about seven o'clock. And I'd, I'd rather go quicker. My, my buddy Armando, who's my lifting partner, dog, not dogs it, but he takes his time. I'm like, no, we yeah. need to go. This, yeah. is, this is my cardio yeah. too. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking that too, because I was supposed to meet up with someone. I just like met them yesterday and we were, ch- we were trying to collab. And I was like, I had some doubt because, man, I'm, I haven't trained with anyone in maybe over two years. Yep. And so putting myself down at the, at the level, it's like, I'm not willing to sacrifice yep. that. Like, I'm selfish at that point. It's pros and cons. Yeah. So thankfully for me, he and I kind of lift the same level yeah. or the same weight, I should say. Um, I just like a different pace. I, yeah. I like I like pushing it. I like yeah. pushing the pace. But having him there also helps me push it on some reps and things like that. Yeah, that maybe so. I would dog it personally and be like, yeah. okay, good enough. No, I like. There's a little ego there, right? So right. Want, <laughs> yeah. like, all right, man, yeah. you, you got you, you got ten in. I'll get my twelve. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. I mean, any. Physical goals, goals you're trying to, you're just trying to stay healthy, you're just trying to... You get to the, the, the ripe old age that coach is at, and you got to just, you're just doing it to maintain, you know, just feeling good. I don't have like a size or, or a, a yeah. lifting goal per se. I just want to stay healthy. That's nice. I want to stay healthy. I'm trying to get big. Yeah? Yeah. Metabolism yeah. is tough, man. I'm, like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you, I see you, I see I know. you, I, I can see you. <laughs> It's working. And it's it's working with and I, the great thing that I love about like what I'm doing is like I don't track. Okay. I, I don't but I'm very I still like I look at labels. Um right now I'm not doing like deep fried food or soda okay. or alcohol. Okay. Which I was very tempted with my buddies and my family with deep fried food. I'm like, ah, man. But it's it's difficult enough where I know I can accomplish it. It's worth it. Um in November, I did uh, the carnivore diet. I went 30 yeah. days. I'm, you also did a broth, like a... Well, that's part of it. So oh, I, was, okay. I was drinking, uh, I was making homemade beef bone broth, you know, Ooh. literally just water and beef bones and yeah. some salt. Um, so I did the carnivore diet in, in November for a month. And I think I deviated like once maybe, you know, I just needed some carbs. But that, that in itself, it's like basically a month of no carbs. Yeah. How was it? It was tough. It was challenging. Um, the first few days, it's like, it's kind of cool. So you're like, oh, I'm just eating steak and eating eggs and chicken and stuff like that. But then you get to a point where you're like, oh my gosh, your body has certain levels of bacteria in it for carbs and it starts to try to flush that out. So you're on the toilet a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then once your body figures it out, then you're, you're having to get your fat loads up. And I, I had a tougher time getting the fat level up. Mm-hmm. Just trying to eat the right stuff to do so. Like, obviously, bacon, things like that are yeah. good. But, bro, I had. Too much. I was just so tired of eating bacon. I was so tired. Like as yeah. you get into that, like you get to like day twenty, you're just like, I just want to eat this just yeah. to sustain my life. Yeah. I don't even want to do this anymore. Wow. Um, but what I did from there, headed into December, and even now, is a keto diet. Okay. So my mom's been on keto for eighteen months or so. Mm-hmm. She never needed to lose weight or anything like that. She's doing it more for uh, blood sugar levels because sure. my grandmother had diabetes. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that runs in our family and different things. So she's done it for that purpose. And she's like trimmed out like yeah. ridiculously. Um, and she's been very disciplined with it. Very disciplined. Yeah, that's the thing with keto. You have to. Because you have to. if you're not in ketosis, there's no point. No, exactly. So, I, and so I've been doing that since, call it December. And I've gotten thrown out of ketosis. Like Christmas happens. And, sure. You know, I'm going to enjoy Christmas. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about that too much. Um, and sometimes you're just like kind of sitting there like, I just want bread. I yeah, just want just it. Me. Just give me a bread. I just want <laughs> it. Um, but I've been pretty much doing that, and and uh, it's worked. So from carnivore through now, I dropped about 20 pounds, call it, from where I was. On keto. Yeah, so carnivore and keto in total, I've lost about 20 and kept it off. That was the other thing. Yeah. And my energy load is very good. Like, okay. I go to the gym, and I push it. Um, yeah. You know, and no pre pre workout. I'll use some pre workout. I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta get some uh, area, man. I've been straight black coffee. Yeah, and I'm I'm good. You're better than but me. But maybe that's just I'm young. Yeah, you're young. You're yeah. a young buck. I, I for a while I, I started getting back on pre workout about a month ago, mm-hmm. just to give me the added boost. Um, 
don't know, say what you want about it, if it's good or bad. I don't yeah. know. Probably not. I like it. I probably just shorten my, my yeah. lifespan. But it's good. Um, but yeah, about 20 down. And I look back to like some videos and photos that I did from prior. And like, I don't, I didn't look and I didn't feel like I was out of shape. Mm-hmm. I didn't. But then you compare the side by side, you're like, oh yeah, man, my face is a little thinner now. Right. And, um, you know, I'm sleeping better. That was the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like I sleep better. And I'm a migraine sufferer. I haven't, I've only had a couple of migraines since the beginning of November. Uh-huh. Usually I'd have, you know, at least one, maybe two a week. Wow. Now I've only had maybe three or four and I think it's because of weather. Right. Uh, carbs play a huge part in that. Yeah. I don't think people realize the processed carb stuff that goes on in all of our foods it is not good. Your body's not made to process that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, my brother-in-law is uh, pescatarian, whatever it's called. The pescatarian, or the, pescatarian. he just eats fish? Yeah, he eats yeah. fish and like, vegetables, and he does beyond meat. Um, yeah, well, to go back to those profile pics, because some people, my friend, he's like, I told him, because he lost like probably 20 pounds or whatever, and it's like, dude, we need to include your monthly photos and check-ins just to, mm-hmm. and he's like, real about it. Like, when did you kind of think, okay, I'm gonna start taking pictures, pictures of myself for whatever reason? Yeah, you asking me? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really do. It. I mean, just because for work, from a work standpoint, I do videos twice a week, mm-hmm. and then on the personal side, we're doing like podcast stuff too, and and so I wasn't really doing like a mirror selfie to say, hey, yeah, there, yeah. there's my, my belly. Yeah, no, yeah, no, but yeah. um, it was just at, at a certain point, I was looking at, I was watching the scale. I'm like, huh, I'm losing weight here. Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel like I was fat before, but I was just, maybe I was just carrying some weight. And I was, I was just carrying mm-hmm. some weight and I still am to a degree, but I mean, I don't know. You have, there has for everybody that's trying to attain something, whether it's physical goal, mental goal, whatever else, you gotta visualize it not only in your mind, but you gotta write something down, or maybe it's a photo base or right. whatever it is. You have to be able to see it because Just some some kind of documentation. The, yeah, the documentation of it, the likelihood of you succeeding or uh, hitting your goal. I can't remember. It goes up. The percentage that it goes up is massive. Right. Versus just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. That's why they always say like on New Year's resolution time, write down. Like yeah. if you want to do something, write it down so you can see it. Yeah. And you can hold yourself accountable that way. It's, yeah. it's easier to blow it off if, you, if you're not doing it. Yeah. So that's... Just documenting, yeah. Yeah, my friends did that. We had, like, a huge, like, just a good talk, and we're in, we're in the group text, and mm-hmm. I'm keeping it kind of because... But, yeah, but we should keep doing those monthly uh, photos. I think it'd be good. Um, but, yeah, so that's good. So talk about family, talk about that. Um, so tell me about what started the podcast. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like this... Like old millennial that like who's just like starting. And well, it's still. funny. It's funny you say that because frankly, like I am the oldest millennial you can find. Yeah, I was born in 1982. So, yeah. so really, like the millennial age range, I think it starts at 1980 through whenever it is. 96. So in re- in reality, I have like one foot in both worlds. Yeah, that's just cool. You know, I, I I look at some of you. I'm like, you stupid millennials. But then I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm technically one myself. But. But here we are. So I don't know. With my buddy Travis, um, so he's who I do the boxing podcast with. Professional boxer for 16 years, huge amateur career. Knows so many people in the game. Trains a bunch of people now. Trains fighters. And for a couple of years, I've been friends with him for many years. <laughs> for a couple of years, he's like, man, I really wanted this podcast. I've done radio shows and stuff like that okay. in the past. And so he'd, he'd always be saying this for like two years, three years. And then one time we were just got together and. You know, I, I'll be honest, I, I was drinking a couple beers with him, whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, so we were at uh, some restaurant doing that, and we were just doing this, like chatting sure. for like an yeah. hour, hour and a half about whatever was going on in the world or what were our lives. And then I was like, Travis, you know this is it. This is what it is. Yeah. This is the this podcast. Is the, yeah. This is, if, 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 unless you have a very specific goal, I mean, if it's just a matter of just talking, this is it. Yeah, that's it. It's just He's camera's like, on, yeah. the record button's gone. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to show up to your house one day. We're just, we had no equipment at that point. I'm like, we're gonna show. I'm gonna show up. Yeah. I'm gonna have some sort of a camera. Yeah. And I'm just gonna plop it on the table. We're just gonna talk. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And then his, <laughs> his fiance didn't believe me, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm gonna show up. And I did. I showed up this like a random Monday or something. Right. And uh, 
and it's it's so raw to watch that thing now that watch that video but we did it and and that was i think fourth of july weekend every week since then we've been doing it like you could set our calendar to got to do the podcast got to do the podcast whether we're doing it on a saturday or a sunday night whatever it is we're doing it and then it's kind of expanded out too where because of his contacts and who he knows we do an interview, a uh, different type of series within the channel, you right. want to call it, and then other stuff. I mean, we're just we have fun with it. That's the biggest. Yeah, thing. it's it's so much fun. It's like real in public, but it's it, as long as you know. Oh yeah, you're having fun. Yeah, That's it. like That's the it. other the other day, we were invited by some guys um, who own a place that wanted us to host our podcast for a couple of weeks. That's cool. And we went out there last Friday to check out the venue to see if it would be like right a good setup. And I'm like, dude, I'm just going to film it. I'm just going to film us doing this. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll use it somehow. And, yeah. And we did. And yeah, you got to get over the, like, everyone looking at you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who's this yeah. guy with a camera? Yeah. That's why I got the GoPro because it's very They expect secure. you. You're young. You're yeah, young. You're a millennial. Right. They don't look, they look at me. Like, <laughs> like, this old guy <laughs> carrying a camera. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about this for your heart. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm not filming your kids. Come on. I'm just <laughs> filming me and my dumb friend. Um, <laughs> So no, we've been doing it for a little over six months, and Travis is like one of my, my, my one of my closest friends, right? So, and we just have a great time. We talk what's going on in the world, professional sport of boxing, what's going on currently, and then it just kind of expands out to stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like this is going, we just kind of talk, and and then before you know it, you're like, oh, we gotta shut this down. It's been like an hour. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, yeah. Because as you know, it takes a long time to process that crap on YouTube. Yeah, it depending does. how long it goes. It does, yeah. So. Oh yeah, so that's so you you got that. Yeah, so check it out. Yeah, here's well, my plug. Well, Wayne in with Travis Hartman podcast. You can find it where you are, Spotify, everywhere yeah. like that. Google. YouTube, we're out there too. Google, Apple. Yeah, we're all we're all over. Gotta be. Place. That's the. T- I feel like that's the toughest part. Is just like self promoting. Yeah. And just posting and and like that's like a part time job. Well, like people will watch your videos, but it's another thing to get them to hit the subscribe button. That's the yeah, hardest. Yeah, hit the subscribe button and. Uh, like, yeah, I told, I even told my wife, my wife, myself, like, it's not about making money, you know, it's, no. again, it's about documenting, keeping the camera on, yep. uh, if you have, you I believe, look yeah, look every, yeah, look back at it, if, you have, if you're interested, you're interested in people, vice versa, you know, why not, I mean, you might not reach thousands, but at least you reach the people that means the most. Yeah, and I was thinking about this this morning, like, the more we do it, it's a great platform, obviously, especially if people are watching, and whether it's you know to profess your faith or discuss a certain Absolutely. idea or your thought process, connect with other people. I mean, that's powerful stuff. And I know it's hard to get traction sometimes, get right. people to watch or listen, but you never know who you're actually connecting exactly. with and making an impact on. Right. You know, it's kind of the, that's the same way I always viewed coaching too. Mm-hmm. Like I coach at small schools, but you never know who you're going to make an impact on, or yeah. you have friendships with you know, way many years past. I mean, obviously we're connected. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think Brooke was one of the coaches when you were there. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. I coached her and yeah. then she coached with me. And, yeah. and then, and then one of my other buddies, who's a client of mine now, it's, I coached him. He coached with me. Mm-hmm. We're friends. Yeah. We're, it's he's, all he's a business, yeah. a business client of mine. It's, it's just wild. Our world is so much more connected than just, you know, Oh, a YouTube video or whatever else. Yeah. We, they're, I don't know. I don't know. My mind goes a million miles an exactly. hour when I start thinking of this stuff, yeah. and I don't even know how to properly communicate it. Yeah. But I think I just think it's cool. It's a it's an interesting tool, and I think at your fingertips and you doing what you're doing, I think it's incredible. You're gonna look back and right. and really enjoy it. I'm gonna do the same thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, you you've inspired, and you. I mean, if you never, if I never went to OCP, if you never came. OCP, a small school, for those who are like going to college, smaller schools can give you more opportunities because you just you have genuine connections. Yep. And you know, that's one thing I was, I was glad to have, is just that genuine connection with a coach that cared um, and that I just trusted. Um, and yeah, if you just have people that you trust and they protect you. I mean, life is Big. so much, it's a lot, but I mean, life is so simple and it's hard to keep yep. that. No, I agree. Yeah, that's cool. So, what's what's next? What's the uh, you guys looking at traveling? Um, you know, yeah, the I mean, 
Well, so yeah, yes. Because he's more, you know, be more flexible. Yeah. So and I think you made a good point, like with the podcast, like making money, whatever else. I we too, we're not in this to make money. Right. Yeah. I think that if you start something, whether it's a YouTube channel or a podcast or anything like that, and if you're in it to make money and that's your goal from the start, you're gonna fail right out of the gate. That shouldn't be your goal. It should be. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy this. Yeah. This is cool. I enjoy yeah. this. This is a pastime, yeah. and we have a good time. I would say with the Wayne and Travis Hart Boxing Podcast, we're just having we're having fun. Yeah. And we just we were in Dallas over New Year's because Travis yeah. had a fighter uh, fighting on a big uh, Golden Boy Promotions card, and I was he asked me to be one of the coaches. Mm. So literally, I'm sitting ringside. Oh, I wish I wish I was there to film it. Um, yeah, I got uh, as much as I could. So yeah. so there is some stuff out there on our channel, but I try to document every day what was going on. Yeah. Because we were in this professional sports bubble that we were stuck in the hotel. Mm-hmm. They, you, you, we landed. They, uh, we got in a van. They took us to a hotel, straight to a COVID test, right. straight to our hotel room. Couldn't leave our hotel room mm-hmm. until we got the all clear the next morning. Mm-hmm. Then from there, they give you a, they gave us a wristband, and we could only go from our room then down to some like meeting rooms where they would have mm-hmm. like the the food, which is mm-hmm. all like hotel sure. like banquet food. It's gross, <laughs> and that's what that's what we ate. And we were only allowed certain areas. Like, we couldn't do anything else. No room service, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then, from there, they got in a van on uh, a few days later and took us to the venue where the Mavericks play. That's where the, the oh, fights yeah. were. And I'm like, dude, this is so surreal. Like, yeah, there's not much media. There, yeah. there aren't many fans. Very attention. It was, and even when we're stuck in the hotel, we're having conversations with these professional athletes and their teams and guys that have all this rich experience. Yeah. You know, like this is really cool. Like, yeah. in a, any you other time, everything. any other time, you would never have this other than what we're all going through right now. You would yeah. never have an experience like this, yeah. like this one. That's cool. And so you draw positives from what could be negatives. Um, you know, so we traveled with that. And we were filming all sorts of stuff for for our, our channel and, and the podcast stuff. And uh, I don't know. We want to take it on the road a little bit. Just once again, still having fun. Yeah. And uh, enjoying what we do. The moment. And I've told Travis this, the moment this becomes a chore and a job and it's not fun, we got problems. Yeah, yeah. We got problems. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because it's like you chose it. No one else is going to dictate. Yeah. Hey, we need you here. No, this is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's my biggest thing is like, because I mean, I'm working from home, but I'm not busy every day. Yeah. So it's like, I need something to occupy my time. So I did my PE test. After my PE test, I was like, well, I went to go buy PGA 2K, and then okay, this is fun for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need, I need something. But but vlogging and YouTube, it, I was telling my brother this because he wants to get into it. It it gives you an opportunity to think about what you want to do that day. Yeah. What do you want to document? And you have to be intentional. Like, yeah, you have to be. Um, you just can't like, you can't just put your camera on time lapse and you're cooking. But then like, what is it? It's just like, who's watching? Yeah, who's watching? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, and I told I told my wife this, uh, or maybe I think I told her this. Um, this like doing the vlog and all this. This helps me get my thoughts out. It's not Same. necessarily for yeah. other people to hear my thoughts. It's also yeah. therapeutic for me. Yeah. yeah, To get what I'm feeling, thinking, what am I going about doing mm-hmm. for the day, how that impacts me. So to me, vlogging and doing this podcast stuff and whatever else, it's therapeutic for me. Yeah. And if no one listens to it, I know I've gotten it out, and it's good for me, yeah. and that's perfectly yeah. fine. As long as you love watching your own stuff, I think that's... Well, yeah. how long did it take to get used to hearing your own voice and seeing you on camera? Well, you know, I've been doing social media for a long time. Sure. But um, I think when I started this, I'm comfortable now. Okay, yeah. But in the beginning... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awkward. That was... That it's was like, so I didn't pronounce this, like, I know I have the best pronunciation, but... You know, it's it's it'll, it'll speak. It'll speak. I started doing video marketing stuff for work for for my company back in April. Yeah, and I never done anything like that before. <laughs> We're all stuck at home, and there's no way for to market. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I just I just gotta throw video commentary out there about you know stock market stuff, whatever else. Yeah. I've never done it before, so the first couple times it's so bad. Like <laughs> it's I just it sounds rough. They're not always great, anyways, yeah. but. Like fumbling through my words, 
yeah. the, the way my voice is. And, and then when I replay it and watch it, I'm like, oh, I sound like that? That's yeah. what I look like? I, I, my wife is like, why are you screaming to the camera? Because the camera takes 10% yeah, out of your cause... energy. It drains your energy. So yeah. you have to be a tad bit. Oh, yeah. So it took me a bit. And thankfully for work, it got me used to being in front of a camera recording what I sound like, because yeah. then once I went to the podcast world on the personal side and the blogging side recently on the personal side, then it's like nothing. Yeah. Are you are you, are you you posting those, uh, the vlog stuff? I just started, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah I got some stuff. Yeah. I wear so many hats now, Mark. It's like... <laughs> but you've got, always, I feel like you've always I been... You've always... I, I mean, I got... Obviously, we have a business, and then... Um, you did go to Stetson for a reason. Well, I didn't... It's, Had us. Yeah, my parents paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that diploma on my wall. The, um, the one that says planning, uh, what does it say? Well, that's, uh, so my, my college for financial planning certificate over there. Yeah, oh, I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've earned my keep here. Okay. Uh, I know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> between the work hat, family hat, husband hat, yeah. the uh, boxing podcast hat, yeah. and then doing stuff on the, per just having a personal channel, which has no traction, which is fine. Yeah. I just, it's more for me just to do stuff. That hat, and then my kids have started to do some things. My son has his how, how does how does that play with their time, like their extra activities and your extra activities? How do you? Uh, well, um, my son's pretty good about what he does. He's very quick. He does. He'll like he's figuring himself out on his YouTube channel. Like really, he, yeah. he does a lot of like game recordings on his yeah. phone. It's crazy. Like the first time he posted a video on YouTube, which I, we allowed him to, it wasn't right. like he just did it. I'm like, you did that on your cell phone? And yeah. He had like a cheap cell phone. I'm well, like, how'd you do that? Um, I said, I have this like cool program on the computer, and you didn't yeah. even do any of that. You just did it on your cell phone. He's like, yeah. Um, so he's on top of that stuff. But here's the thing: the kids don't mind the quality. No. No, no, no. So I use, I'm using Filmora yeah. uh, to, to like chop up videos Filmora. and try to make. You're not using Wonder, No, I use Wondershare Filmora. I don't have an Adobe Prime. I'm not rolling in the dough, man. Dang. I'm, I'm still, I'm I editing. Some, I need some subs. I don't have. <laughs> I need some subs. I'm, I'm editing it on my iPhone 8 right now. <laughs> yeah. And it takes me an hour to post a YouTube video. Wondershare Filmora is good enough. It's, it's not free either, but you know, it's not as expensive <laughs> as Premiere. Uh, maybe one day, one day we'll have a staff doing it for us. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll join in. But it's so like um, my kids. I mean, obviously they've been watching so many YouTube videos and, and, and whatnot, and they watch all these guys that have like fifty million subscribers. Yeah, yeah. playing a game. Yeah, and I'm watching the yeah. nonsense. Yeah, they don't watch the custom ones. Oh, okay, they know sorry. better. Um, <laughs> Just but, me. I, but we'll watch it with them, and I'm like, these dudes, all they're doing is recording like them playing a fool, like just. Acting yeah. crazy. Yeah. I'm like, that would, if my, me and my friends from high school, if we had this kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. game over. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> Mario Kart game yeah, they over. Have, they have Super nothing. Mario. <laughs> YouTube came about later in life. They didn't yeah. have any of this stuff. We yeah. didn't have social media in, uh, in high school. That came about when I was in college towards the end. Yeah. I mean, so these guys now, and they, they watched the one dude, um, this Mr. Beast. I don't know if you've ever seen this guy. He's like 50 something million subscribers something crazy mm -hmm. but now he makes so much money all his videos are about giving away free stuff and giving away money like just doing weird stuff yeah to do that. sure. I'm like that's cool yeah and but like, it took oh yeah. it took years yeah 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 you know for, so for what i'm doing yeah. my, my time pie is only so big i think because i watch this i watch this guy Jess, jesse james west mm -hmm. he's uh he he was doing vlogs for for his college he did play the cross whatever playing youtube and he's just like, yeah, it finally just took about five, six years. Yeah. But, but knowing that, it's like, okay. Okay. You got to stay committed. It's, yeah, five it's, to six years. It's just like going to the gym, just posting every day. Being you have to have content. That's, that's part of it. You'll never understand the algorithms. No one does. No. Um, but no. you have to have content. Yeah. I post oatmeal. I get 17,000 views. I post something inspiring, 200. I'm like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You're not going to dictate what I'm going to I don't understand post. it. Yeah. We, we only had, like, myself and, and Travis on one of our videos. We, like, one of them just caught, like, for whatever reason. We're like, why did that thing catch? Like, why, yeah. why are these people watching this video so yeah. much? It's, it was not just even normal. Or, no, no it, was just, it was just a normal weekly episode. And it wasn't even that good. And then the rest of them was like, 
we thought it was such a great movie. <laughs> and we're like, what the heck? No one's watching this stuff. What are we, what are we even doing? You know, oh, so, man. Um, I don't know. It's, it's fun. We have a good time with it. Amber supports it, so as that's, long as the wife supports it. That's it. That's it. That's the green light. Once you have the green light, you know, you buy something. Even with my vases and stuff, like, I need to get a new Mac because I don't have space. But she's like, well, give, I'll give you the fun money. You know, it's your fun money. You know, do whatever you can. But um, it's cool. So with, with the financial thing, so just give us a little bit wrap up about like, kind of what you do. Yeah, so uh, for, for lack of better words, I'm a financial planner. Uh, yeah. I help advise people on um, their accounts, their retirement planning, their retirement money, their investments, all those things. We, we structure financial plans for them and uh, back into what investment structure we think would be appropriate in order to meet their goals down the road. More often than not, it's someone with a, a, a pile of assets that is just trying to figure out how to retire one day. And so we help them with that, and whether that's taking what they have and trying to grow it, maybe adding to it every year, whatever else, but advising them along the way to hit their financial goals. And, and so that's that's kind of the bread and butter of the business, but there's offshoots of that. And a lot of uh, like video content that I do more or less uh, plays a part in that. Like for instance, I hate debt. I want yeah. people to get out of debt. Yeah. That doesn't, if I help debt counsel someone, that doesn't pay me anything. I'm, I don't charge anything for that. I'm just trying to give them a roadmap, mm. get out. Because yeah. the moment you can clear yourself from that debt hurl and, and, and that anchor around your neck, you can then start to really experience life in a different way, whether it's through giving, or you know, maybe it's right. tithing church or any other charities or philanthropies. Yeah. It just frees you mentally. Yeah. So I get passionate about that kind of stuff. That's cool. I enjoy my job, but I, I'm more passionate about helping people realize that you can do so much, and you don't need a lot of money to do it. If, yeah. if you are disciplined appropriately, you can live life to the fullest. Yeah. And, and I think as Christians, you know, we should be in, in that mode of thinking to help others, help yourself too, get to that. And, and, and that, I think that helps us be better people, better followers, better believers in Christ, yeah. whatever else. So I'm passionate about that. And that doesn't pay me a dime. I would yeah. just much rather if somebody walked in off the street and they got, got my name from something or watched a video sure. and I, I spent an hour with them helping, you know, try this, try this, try this, fine. Yeah. I would rather just help. I want to yeah, help, help Yeah. That's cool that you you know, charge to get people out of No, 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 no. So I mean, but like when it comes to um, people's investments and right. stocks, mutual funds, all that other stuff. Strategic. That's that's really our bread and butter business, right? Um, but we have other conversations along the way. I just I just think any anytime you can help counsel someone, if you if you are an expert in physical education or right. podcasting or whatever, if you can counsel somebody with some specialty that you are more aware of and help them and lead them. Then that's great. That's what you're called. What you should be called to do yeah, if you yeah. have that. Yeah, uh, we all have different gifts, and if we're all helping each other, then it just makes makes yeah. the hood a little bit easier. Yeah. To, better to live in, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, I had, a, I had a buddy call me because he just he just knows I'm fitness. Like, yeah. He just knows I'm just easy to talk to. Him. I need something BS. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you have? What do you have in your home gym? You figure it out. So, I think that's cool. Um, is there any? Is there something that's called good debt? Like, yeah. obviously, like a mortgage, but yes. anything else so besides I think, that. I think most people would consider good debt. The mortgage is really the big one. Um, uh, debt can serve purposes, so I don't want I don't want people to think that no, you should have zero. That you should have zero all the time. No, I understand that's not realistic all the time. Um, debt, the good or a mortgage, the good debt, I should say, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean, listen. We're talking like credit cards, car payments, things like that. I mean, these are you are owned by banking institutions when you are when you suffer from having that much, you know, all these credit cards, things like that. You are underneath someone else's palm. Right. That is definitely not good debt. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to finance your way through college, okay, I understand that. Right. You know, there's 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 differences because there's an end goal and end result to that. If it's mm-hmm. just hey. I wanted the latest and greatest, you know, Jordans or whatever. Sure. Put it on the credit card. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. And and I'm not preaching here. Yeah. I've made those mistakes. That's yeah. why I know. We've made yeah. those mistakes. Yeah. And we've been through the Financial Peace University before. I've helped teach a class on Financial Peace University. 
And we still have made the same kind of mistakes. Um, so I don't want anyone to think that I'm, I'm preaching from, from my own pulpit, but I just think that ultimately if you are able to get to a point in your life where, oh, you know what, those, I like those Jordans. Yeah. Guess what? I also have the money to pay for it. Yeah. And it's not going to impact my budget. It's not going to impact anything. That's just yeah. part of my fun money. Yeah, right. Boom. Done. Rather yeah. than, here you go, Visa, MasterCard. That's stupid. Sure. Yeah. That is way well, stupid. Yeah, it's mindset that's possession. Wear, wear your airwalks and vans for a little while before you get them <laughs> That's dating myself. Wear them filas. Wear Fila's. those, wear those before the door. <laughs> Fila used to be a big deal, man. Yeah. When I was in middle school, they were, they were, they were up and coming, and then they went nowhere. Nowhere. Those are the ones with the straps. Like, I don't even know, I dude. It's, uh... I don't even wear, honestly, I probably only wear vans and running shoes and then I wear these cool, like, sleek, suave looking things. Suave so is you. I, I would, if uh, if yeah. I looked at you, I'd say suave all day. Yeah. Now, I wear, I've, I don't know, I got particular recent, like this past year, I only wear Adidas now. I'm Adidas guy. I, yeah, I don't wear much Nike. No, no, I've never, I've, I used to, like, when I was, I was in high school, I wore a lot of Nike shit. Sure. I was team that's, sports stuff or whatever. But, yeah, that was a thing for sure. It still is, I guess. But I wore Adidas, even here in the office, like, Back when at my old firm mm-hmm. in the corporate world, sure. I was wearing a suit every day, and I was looking good. I was looking dapper. When I when I decided to run my own business, I'm like, you know what? I still have suits, but I don't want to wear them. Yeah. You know, if uh, if I'm impressing someone with a suit and that's why they want to work with me, then they're not going to be a good client. Yeah. Down the road, mm. I would much rather. I'll still look good. Like it was cold outside. I have a, <laughs> sweatshirt, I have a sweatshirt on, but I have a polo shirt on underneath. But sure. I. My kicks are Adidas, man. I don't, I don't mess with them. That's that's one thing I tell my wife. Like as you get older, you figure out what brands you want to represent. You you um, what do what do they call it? And well, for the for from the company standpoint, it's brand retention. They want to make sure they want you to be a client for life. Yeah. So like, you look at cleaning products. There, some people are like, I I get that Clorox no matter what. I don't I don't get the Publix brand. I get Clorox. Yeah. No matter what. My wife. She, she nannies for a couple, you said, for a family that does miles. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's, you know, environment safe, you know, no bacteria, whatever. It's crap. It doesn't clean well. She was like, I need that disgusting cancel soap that's going to take the grease off my spaghetti plate. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. That's it. And then, yeah, and so for me, I just, I've always, I like the clean look of things. I'm like kind of very I like the three stripes on Adidas. Even, like, these are Adidas. Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing. It's like the the, the pants. Yeah. Are more comfortable yeah. than. I mean, look around my office. For the most part, I'm kind of a clean line oriented person. I like the clean lines of these. Yeah. So. Mm, swish is too too curvy. Too curvy. For Taking me, too man. many directions. The the the, the quickest uh, way to get to point B from point A is a straight line. That's right. Yeah. That's Three it. straight lines. Three straight. Um. So what else you got for me? I think I don't. I just like. I honestly didn't write any notes for this one. That's perfect. I was just, we're You're just like me. Out. That's what we do. I don't. I, I sh- we should let me, prep more for this stuff. I, sh- <laughs> I always bring this up to um, my friends and people I interview. Do you know anything about the Enneagram? The who? The, the Enneagram. It's a millennial thing. It's been around. It's like you know, it's like nine younger. numbers. It was like no. Okay. That, I, I, that's, I so think what that's, is that? So tell me about that. So the end of it, so there's nine numbers. I'm a six, so that represents someone who's like loyal. Right? Okay. But the best way to figure out your enneagram number, this is good because I've never explained to people. The best way to explain to get your enneagram is what do you, what do you feel when you're stressed? Okay. Um, and then what what are you motivated by? So I'm motivated by with loyalty, with friends, community. Um, I doubt myself. You know, so mm-hmm. I guess that plays a role. But like when I'm good, when I'm healthy and happy, I'm a nine, and nine is the highest number. Okay. And so nine is like someone who's like peacemaking, really laid back, right. kind of goes with the flow, may blend in with someone, but not notice it, right? Right. So as a young child, even my my wife noticed, you know, when we were dating, we didn't have a lot of crazy things going on. So she was, she was like, man, you're, you're so relaxed when you were dating. Yeah, but now we're making big decisions. I'm going back to what I'm, my number is, six. So, okay. Um, hmm. 
I mean, those like I don't know. So there's like a test or something. Yeah, or I mean, those, those set are of questions. Book. Yeah, you can look it up. There's on, a book. I need a new book. Ian, yeah, Ian Cron. Uh, there's a podcast called Typology that I listen to. Is that what you sent me today? Or no, that one was Everybody Always by okay. Bob Rock. That one was good. It's kind of like a sequel of Love Does. Got it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think the Enneagram is good. Uh, it's just to help, and it, it helps communicate to people and they, they need to be communicated to. Gotcha. And, and that's important. Yeah. So especially in a marriage, yeah. understanding it's not the same as love language, but understanding right. how the your partner communicates things and yeah. feelings. You know, sometimes when I'm stressed, I clam up. I don't I don't like to talk about it, and I really should, but yeah. um, I like to just put my nose down and just hammer through the, the tough stuff and get stuff done. Um, yeah. other, other times I do need to communicate things or talk about sure. stuff, so it's, it's tough. Um, that's interesting. I'll have to look into yeah, that. Yeah, that one's, it's really good. That, when, when I was engaged in you know, Schmidt, he brought this to our attention. I was like, man, really Enneagram saved our communication in marriage. Mm-hmm. Before we got married, we went to Dave Ramsey and saved us with Yep, and, but it's always a process too. You're always working. Yeah, you're always working. So it's like, yep. even today, when I was at the golf course, I was like, man, what's, I didn't want to listen to music, but I need something in my ear. I just felt like I can feel myself like I've been investing in other people. I've been calling it. I love reaching out. Yep. I love it. But then it comes to a point where, okay, what needs to be invested in me? And so I usually tend to, I tend to go to marriage because it's overlooked. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that has been the most important thing. Yeah. Well, it's good. Yeah, it's so good. You're, you're doing the right stuff early on in your all's marriage. Um, definitely keep doing that stuff, and you're going to reap the benefit of that as your marriage progresses and yeah. as you become a seasoned veteran like I am. <laughs> it just takes time. Listen, it we, takes time, yeah. And, there, and no one is without fault, and there's going to be trying times. There's going to be tough times, but especially as, as you all work together and, once again, to the religious side of it, it's a it's a three in one sort of deal. It's you, your spouse, and God. It, mm-hmm. it, it's you guys are in unity and working towards whatever it is or through something. That makes the difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, we could probably end on this note. I I was driving here and I, you know, we're doing this condo and she she pays the bills like, and she 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 scared me because she's going to a bachelor party like in April. Mm-hmm. I was like, babe, uh, I haven't paid a single bill since we've been married. Like, you've been taking care of all of it. Like, I know how to do it, but I've never done it. So we have, like, this whole Excel sheet, yep. passwords, whatever, yeah, calendar. You know, it's all shared. It's all combined. Uh, but then I just simply texted them and say, hey, thanks for just taking care of the condo stuff. And it's, like, those things I never want to take for granted because she allows me to do what I'm doing. Yep. And I told her, it's, like, kind of going to kind of agreement. It's, like, it's almost like this and whatever you're doing doesn't come in between all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's funny because she she's a nine, so she likes to just come home and play The Sims. That's her thing, and so it gives me more time. And that's great, though. Yeah. You know. So she knows what she wants, and I'm a big believer, a uh, big believer that you obviously need time together, but you also need your individual times too, because you are two individual people. Yeah. So you do need time as well apart in order to continue to grow together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm a big believer in that. She has some interests that you're not interested in. Yeah. Let her have her time, yeah. just like she does it for you, yeah. and then come together and have your time together. Yeah. And sometimes we just we're in the room doing separate things. Oh, that, dude. Yeah, that's, that's what happens a lot. Like, we'll yeah. be laying in bed, and Amber's watching something on her phone. I'm not interested in whatever show it is. <laughs> but the fact is, it's about presence. You're, you're present together. Yeah. yeah. And whether I'm just playing a game or something sure. on my phone. or You still have time for games? Yeah, impressive. fine time, man. That's impressive. I, I don't have a lot of time. I play sometimes when my kids get on fire for a video game. I like to play it with them. And yeah. That way, I understand and kind of figure out what's going on in their world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to check in. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Wow. Um, I think that's it. I mean, traffic is going to come in up soon, so we should head on the road. But guys, appreciate for listening, watching. Battery's almost dead. Um, go check out. Yeah, let me plug them. I'm going to plug them here. Yeah, plug so them. we got the boxing podcast that's weighing in with Travis Hartman. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, all the good stuff, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, blah, blah, blah. It's everywhere. We're on Facebook and uh, I think Instagram. I don't know. 
have we, 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 we talk real big, but you know, <laughs> we're, we're local. We're local boys here from Orlando. That's right. So Wayne and Travis Hartman, my personal stuff, I don't, I never push this to Facebook at all or anything like that, yeah. but it's, uh, it's working on waters. Waters is my okay. last name. Working on waters. I just talk about it's blog stuff, diet, keto, gym stuff. Yeah. It looks a lot like what you're doing. Yeah. That's what I. Hey, you I just gotta, make it look better. No, no. I just I love pay, I love collabing. I just love community. Someone asked. I told someone like, everyone's doing their own supplements, but it's like to get to that supplement point, it's a hundred hundred followers. If you don't have a hundred followers, you know, thirty percent of that. That's what three hundred that might buy it. That's still good. Yeah. Just but, have fun. Yeah. Just, just have, have fun. fun. Enjoy it. Go subscribe, like, share. Subscribe to my stuff. Yeah. Subscribe to his stuff. stuff. Boom. We're done.